understand why no one sits in front here kuna mtu ataka kwa example yeah. by the way Oliver you've tested it you will not show us Optimus Prime Optimus Prime the entire time Yeah, thank you team courage. Yeah. Yeah. It is obvious when you're not there. Kwani mimi You guys always you think I sit down and go like there is over at least over 40 of you. So how am I supposed to think about your specific example? And then you all complain. <laughs> But let me tell you purity I cannot remember giving an example about you and the people I want to give specific examples of only say allow me to use your example and then I say who it is like which one which example of which example of you as have I used <laughs> me forgiveness is 2 seconds aya nangoja umniambie mko tayari yani oliver agia amekuja tu yani ushamrudisha huko nyuma masterclass is having problems with generosity of money of time usijali yo cast out the demon don't worry Check my <laughs> demon shall shortly come out. <laughs> I do your thing.
you can make great jokes and you don't joke. I'm like, Sasa, what are you doing with life? And I keep asking God, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? You know, as in, I, I find it the most ridiculous thing. Like, what kind of question is that? Oh God, things are not working in my life. I don't know what to do. You can sing, you can laugh, you can joke. Yeah, some people can just walk. Now, have you ever seen people who walk? Paka, you're like, hey, I wish I could walk like that. Yani, yeah. <laughs> just walk, you're like, what? That's art. You know what I mean? But we have this innate ability to despise the gift within ourselves, eh? which is frankly ridiculous. You understand? And then here's the funniest thing. When I, when there used to be Tasker Project fame, eh? I used to love watching the first three episodes for, for, for people who don't have friends. <laughs> because you don't have friends. How, how, how would you guys allow me to, to audition for Project Fame? Yes. <laughs> to, 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 to laugh at me, right? You see. <laughs> but think about it. Then you, you, you left home, went to a national competition to sing like me. You know there's something really... Yeah? But but can you imagine that's the irony of life that those ones who don't have the talent for the thing have more confidence than those who do. And and most times it's the devil who's played a number on you. Right? Maybe one day you tried to sing, someone laughed at you. Or you tried to sing and then your mom told you, hey, isn't it to attack you know? Very many different things that convince you that you shouldn't do this thing because it's not a serious career. You know, you're not being serious with life. You know, people in our village, they are, they are engineers and pilots and things like that. You, you want to sing. Yeah, come on. You know, uh, Jay-Z is nearly a billionaire. Uh, he, he is a Mexica. I thought he was, yeah. Yeah, he's there. Dr. Dre, you know, almost there. Rihanna, almost there. You and your seriousness, you only have a billion problems. You know, let me tell you, any skill you have, provided you do it, you practice it and you do it very seriously, can make you a lot of money. Right? There are guys... I remember when Anduan came to Kenya and Anduan was a big thing. Those guys, their professional expertise was breaking basketball rules. That's what they became very, very good at. And people would pay to watch them. Right? You understand? But because your mentality is still so fixed in Babylon and you're still fixed on this thing of 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 losing of 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 using babylon systems to succeed so your mind is fixed on so you keep despising the deposit of god in your life yet you keep despising it you get there are people who have skipped rope to millions 
All they do is keep rope. You know, there are people who take pictures of fish and they're millionaires. And you are busy here being serious with life. <coughs> Eating the fish. I find it the most ironic thing among Christians. Because God brought you into this world fully loaded. And you're busy looking to heaven as to what you should do. Don't you think that's ridiculous? It's like a computer starting up and then asking you, eh, what should I do? Start up. You understand? Just do that thing. Hmm? Oh, where are you? I'm just at home. What are you doing? Ah, no, I don't have anything to do. Because your slave t- self told you when you wake up, you need a master to tell you what to do. Eh, Because unless someone called the man, calls you and tells you, this is what you're doing today, you don't have anything to do, do you? Yeah? And you thought slavery were the only Africans who were taken on a ship. You, you was. You stayed in your own country and still became a slave. Congratulations. Not touch unnecessary, just stupidity. Yeah? How do you have a talent you don't use? How? How? And you're poor. At least if you're wealthy. <laughs> you know, at least if you had if you had chums, you'd be like, you know, I made it, man. I don't need to do these things. You know, Rihanna is worth what? 600 million? Man, she can sing every four years. It's fine. I have no problem. Hey, but my friend, Yanni. Nani alikuwa nasema ile noti mpya. Ujayona bado. Ya thao. Tukukuitisha hapa, my friend. Unanza kufast. Then uko hapa, praying God. Afu natuandikia kwa post. Trusting God for a breakthrough. Which breakthrough? Can I give you a revelation? It's not coming. <laughs> It's not coming. It's impossible. It is absolutely impossible. Because what is God blessing? You you think God we decided before you were born he'll give you a set of skills and then decide that your money will come outside of those set of skills. Is he mad? So he created a footballer, but his money will come from accounting eh. Hey, so you keep ignoring your gifts. And the poor you'll always have among you, it's fine. Be one of them. <laughs> It is ridiculous, I tell you. Repeat, ridiculous. For you to have a gift that you don't use. For you to have a gift that you don't use. Because what I find most interesting about the American music industry, for example, there's a guy whose job it is, it is to sing covers. Doesn't have the creativity to write his own music, doesn't have the capacity to perform his own music. That's what he does and he lives. There's a guy whose job it is to dance like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not me, clear. Uh, my, my talents are well utilized, sir. <laughs> That's all he does. His gift was to copy Michael Jackson. He feeds his kids and he does all those things. There's a guy who for the last 20 years of his life, he's been being, uh, what's that guy, the legend? One for the money, two for the show. <laughs> Elvis Presley. Yeah? That's all he does. And he's able to live. See, see, here in Kenya, you just want formal careers. Yeah? Oh, what is the big thing now? Now procurement has 4,000 people starting, studying procurement management. How many things do you need to procure in this world? What is wrong with you? You know now what was 3,000? After you are the 3,000 and first. I don't understand. Even at a basic level, you know with the advent of technology and AI and all of those things, your best bet five years from now is your talent. You know that. Then you've ignored it. Just totally ignored it. You keep praying to God saying, I want a breakthrough. Breakthrough or no? It's going to come from where? I wasn't planning to start here. It's not my plan, but I think you need to hear this. Stop wasting time waiting for a promotion. You know, Parker Tracy Chapman sang that song. Waiting in line, waiting for a promotion. In the 1980s, Badu Japata message. Come on. Come on. Your wealth is lying in you dancing and acting and doing those things you're supposed to do. Kutua kwa capital, my friend. Sasa wewe, you are a child of the kingdom waiting for Babylon to make room for you. You're very clever. Eh? You belong to a different God, belong to a different father. Alafu, yani where today, fanya hivi. Enda kwa naiba, ukai kwa mlangu, ngoja kufungulia kupecha kula. You tell me how that works. Nama kunipia school fees. Please. Your talents. God shall come and ask you, eh? Eh? What happened? What happened? I used to be so jealous of people who had, I used to call them exhibition talents. Those people who could pepeta a ball eh? and uh, kick it in the air and do all manner of things, man. I couldn't do three. What? Do three? That's three. You know, and, and I meet all sorts of people, you know, they could sing. And they, I remember there was this guy who in Akuru, when he declared he had a concert, the church, your church would be full. Kaunataka Sadaka, that's the guy to call. Yeah? And then now, 
I meet him in Nairobi. He's a marketer. Marketing what? Go sing. Now, that being said, no wait, I need to do a prophetic thing because there are people who are watching me. Now, those of you who are watching me on Facebook and you're really trusting God for a breakthrough, God is asking you why you cry. Tomorrow, wake up. If you're a footballer, football. If you're a painter, paint. If you are a creative, create. That's what God created you to do. You see, God didn't create you to earn a salary. This is the biggest problem we have. God created you to use your talents. It is his job to pay you for using it. Stop associating work with money. Mm, big mistake. Wake up, do what God called you to do. What was Facebook? When is here? A young man sitting in his cubicle bed, sitter, you've been there for so long, you don't know where you're going, you're crying to God. So he sent me to tell you, and you're wasting my time, I have other things to talk about. Wake up tomorrow, do what God called you to do. Sir, what was bed, sitter? <laughs> I want to move out of my parents' house. There you go, that's how. Eh, hey, what to me, SMS. Kwanza wato masterclass wajafika. Eh, Oliver na ono kunatumia simu. Satumia yo simu. Kusema maka mesema. Tunahama bed sitter by using our talents. Eh. Tuko saa. I've done my work. Rebuke received. In love. Because if I hated you, I'd want you to stay poor. If I love you, I want you to have a breakthrough. Saa, me that's how I love you. If you have a problem, nilikuambia kuna church uko America na kujanga family TV wakombianga god loves you yes so those ones after this watch that <laughs> if you need a soft message now john chapter 3 yeah there was a certain man among the pharisees named nicodemus a ruler a leader and an authority among the jews Now the reason I start there because when you read John chapter 3 you assume it is written for uneducated and saved people. In fact you think it's a kind of scripture you teach kwa crusade when people are passing eh because you go to John 3:16. But John 3:16 is not a scripture written for the unlearned. The person Jesus is addressing is not addressing a crowd is addressing a person and the bible is careful to introduce you to the stature of the person correct so what was the person he was a ruler among the jews and on top of that he was a pharisee meaning he was both in the mind of the time a king and a priest correct Now we have to ask ourselves a king and a priest of what? He is a priest, a learned person as concerns the law of Moses. Correct? He is so perfect at it he has risen in rank, correct? Sindio. So this is not your average Joe. 
as far as the external realities of the law were concerned, this man was presumed to be perfect. Correct? So bear that in mind. Then he comes to Jesus at night and says to him, Rabbi, meaning teacher, we know and are certain that you have come from God as a teacher. For no one can do these signs, this wonder works, these miracles, and produce proofs that you do unless God is with him. Okay? Now, this is strange because verse 3 says Jesus answered him. Did I read a question? Is chapter 2, verse 2, a question? It is a statement. But Jesus answers him. So what is Jesus answering? I assure you that unless a person is born again, anew, from above, he cannot ever see, know, be acquainted with, and experience the kingdom of God. Now question. How many here are born again? Therefore, how many of you have seen the kingdom? One, two. So are you born again? Because if it says you cannot see the kingdom unless you are born, then being born again is the ability to see the kingdom, yes? The no, problem is we don't even know what the kingdom is. The kingdom was a person came and slapped you on the face you would not know. So you cannot experience the kingdom unless you're born. Now, who is Jesus speaking to to get born again? An expert at the law. Correct? So what is Jesus telling him? Because, you see, there's a paradox. This guy is a Pharisee. He's a leader. Then he comes to Jesus and he tells Jesus that you are a teacher. Right? Jesus is telling him, for me to teach you, you must be born again. Meaning, for as long as he remained an adult, a leader, he was unteachable. Jesus is simply telling him, you cannot call me teacher and you're grown up. He says, for you to understand my teaching, which is a teaching about the kingdom, you must be born again. Sindio? Now, you assumed that being born again is equal to being saved. She used them interchangeably. I am saved, I am born again. Sindio? Okay. Right? And that's part of the witchcraft we have visited upon in church. Because, let me ask you a question. The logical question you should have asked the preacher who got you born again is the question Nicodemus asks in verse 4. How can a man be 
born when he is old. Okay? Because how can he enter his mother's womb again and be born? Jesus says, I assure you, and I tell you, unless a man is born of water and even the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So, let us go back. So, to be born again is to be born of water and the spirit, correct? So, let's check again. What is to be born of water? It is not to be baptized. Kutumbukizwa komaji is not to be born of water. Can we agree? <laughs> to be born of water is to be born of the word. Correct? Because the water represents that means the word must bath you. That in other words, the word must tell you who you is. Because when you were born, your mama nature told you who you is. Senior. So to be born of the water is to be defined by the water. Oh, are we together? Because when you were born before, you were born in sin, correct? Right? When Christ came, you were born to life, correct? That means you should have a totally different existence. Because what is the point of being born again to continue living the way you were before you were born again? What was, what was the point of the exercise? which one of you says let me redo the exam and then you get exactly the same score you got before what is the point the point of redoing is to do better correct so the born again you has to be a better version of you correct it's 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 basic sense so to be born of the water is not to have a baptism certificate that's good for government and applying for theological school in as far as the kingdom is concerned, you being put in water and out of water means nothing. Can I prove to you it means nothing? When the thief at the cross was getting saved, did Jesus say, wait, 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 let's postpone this crucifixion. <laughs> Let us look for some water. We baptize this guy. So you, you decided it is water you need. But it also says that you must be born of the Spirit. Most Christians can't even confirm if they can hear the Holy Spirit. And they keep saying, born again, born again, no. I don't understand. Because we must understand if you are born again, you must be born again. It's not a term of saying, born again. Mimi ni mwenye dhambi. Nimekubali unikufia. Paka forgotten that thing. That's how much I... Nimekuja mbele zako. Nimetubu dhambi zangu. Yes. That made you a confessor. 
Not born again. At best you are saved. Because to be born again is to be born of the spirit. They are sons of God as many are as led by the Okay, so let's check who leads you. Who t- what time did you wake up and who told you to wake up at that time? Yourself and your boss and your tired and your problems. <laughs> the things you did today who told you to do them eh okay how many of the things that you do are led by the spirit including being here eh because some people are here not led by the spirit so are you born of the spirit Hmm. You see the problem is if we remove money which is your main holy spirit eh? so that determines your mood your direction what you are doing how much of it you will do eh so that's the main god ah, yeah. Billy which one which one between god and money which one determines what you do the most <laughs> the, the god of money <laughs> hmm? right so most of you are born of what money money dictates your mood it's very easy to dictate your mood it disappears a little bit you're sad it shows up you're happy God tells you he is your Jehovah Jireh you say but where is the money So are you born again My brothers and sisters Are we born again Cuz I'm at I'm at just at verse 5 I'm just checking your born again status Let us check <laughs> Please note that this guy was an expert at the law. So those who think being led by the Holy Spirit is being very good at not sinning, you're also very wrong. You're the one who needs to get born again the most. Oh, can I prove it to you? Mrs. say something that is controversial. You know what the world is? The world is two things. The good and the evil. Because the tree is called the tree of the knowledge of good. So let me tell you what happened to you in your Christianity. That you used to be evil. Which is one side of the coin. Now your evilness depends. There are people who their evilness was drunkenness. Others it was uh, partying. Others it was whatever. Right? And then you got... quote and quote saved then you became an expert of goodness according to the law two sides same coin 
That's why it's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So in your foolishness, you moved from one side of the tree to the other and congratulated yourself. And so where have you been living? Constantly asking yourself, have I crossed? Am I on this side? That's, that's what you're always doing. Yeah. Tree of knowledge of good, just swinging over there. Yet Christ called you to another life. You didn't get me. See, being born again is another life. It is a life without that tree. Because the tree of life is the only one you find in Revelation. Isn't it? The tree of knowledge of good and evil you are supposed to leave. So to be born again is not to swing constantly asking this silly question, is it okay? Is it a sin? Is it a... Because the truth is sometimes it's a sin, sometimes it's not. It depends on the circumstance. Right? So to be born again, listen, there are two sides to the world. Two. Consistently. There is the evil side of the world and there is religion. Both are called the world. If you practice religion, you are in the world. Hear me correctly. Oh, can I prove it to you? Let's go to Colossians chapter 2. Let's go to Colossae because... Hey, Kwani, what's happening? Sorry. Are we together? Are you angry at me? <laughs> eh? Ta- talent and users. Let me start from verse 16. Let me start 15. And, 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 and then just throw things in the air that one day God will give me time to explain. But since I'm feeling like I'm chokozi today, let me just chokoza you. Verse 15. God disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us and made a bold display and public example of them in triumph- triumphing over them in him and in it at the cross. Sindio. Amen. Sindio. God made was triumphant and he won against the principalities and Oh, so let's che- let's check what is the result. Therefore, let no one sit in judgment on you on matters of food and drink with regard to feast days or a new moon or a Sabbath. So what was the principality and the power? The law. <laughs> oh my goodness. Such things are only the shadow that, of things that are to come and they have only a symbolic value. But the reality, the substance, the solid fact of what it foreshadowed, the body of it belongs to Christ. 
Let no one defraud you by acting as an umpire and declaring you unworthy and disqualifying you for the prize, insisting on self-abasement and worship of angels, taking his stand on visions he claims to have seen. And then you talk about people with funny, funny visions. God told me. Anyway, vainly puffed up by his sensuous notions and inflated by his unspiritual thoughts and fleshly conceits. Not holding fast to the head from whom the entire body supplied and knit together by means of its joints and ligaments grow with a growth that is from God. If then you have died with Christ to the material ways. If you've died with Christ, so it's tying into the cross, correct? And triumphing over the principalities. So it's saying if you've triumphed over principalities, you must cease from material ways of looking at things and have escaped from the world's, not the world's crude and elemental notions and teachings of externalism. Why do you live as though you still belong to the world? Why do you submit to rules and regulations such as do not handle this, do not taste that, do not touch them. Referring to things all of which perish with being used to this to do this is to follow human precepts and doctrines. It's in your Bible. But this is the bulk of Christianity. Don't, 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 don't. And this is what people assume is following the Holy Ghost. If that is your Holy Ghost, switch religion, go to Islam. That's why they have a lot of don't, 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 don't. These are the elements of where? The world. So I keep telling you, if you practice religion, you are in the world. You're just a better version of the world. But given enough time, you will also kill. Hmm? Such practices indeed have an outward appearance that popularly passes for wisdom in, pro in promoting self-imposed rigor of devotion. Yeah, you know what I mean by self-imposed. How many days in a month? Yeah? the way I don't go near a club. You know, like people how they were congratulating Billy Graham, which was total nonsense. But he, he never met a woman alone, was never in a car alone with a woman, eh? or the vice president of the United States, who happens, who has never met a pretty woman without his wife. Eh? Those, those are the things that you like. You know, discipline. Discipline, eh? Now that's what we promote as Christianity. That's the world. <laughs> of devotion. Umefanya quiet time leo. Crude and elementary. And delight in self-humiliation. Because Christians love this one. You know, it's like we're always competing on being humble. Yeah? 
and the severity of discipline of the body. Eh? You know, so you're punishing yourself. I'm off social media for three weeks. Because my friend sent me a porn video and I watched half of it. I'm feeling so guilty. Eh? But they are of no value in checking the indulgence of the flesh, the lower nature. How do I know they are of no value? Because Billy Graham at 99 could not trust himself with a woman. Eh? That's how you live your life. Saying you've escaped the world. No, 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 that's the world. You want to know the world? There it is. Instead, they do not honor God but serve only to indulge the have I given you proof? Let me tell you. Eh? Nowadays, I don't know what to post on Facebook anymore. Because the things I have to say, I'll be stoned. But I'm prepared. I have cried my tears in advance. I've gone through my get the money for this one. So, see to Kotari. <laughs> Nico, I'll ask you like Jesus, can't you watch with me for one hour? <laughs> You're denying me now. <laughs> yeah? Oh, man. What is born from the flesh is flesh. Of the physical is physical. What is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel, do not be surprised and astonished at my telling you, you must all be born anew, born from above. Right? The wind blows, breathes where it wills. And though you hear its sound, yet you neither know where it comes from, nor where it is going. So it is with everyone who is born of the... So it is with... So how do we know you're born of the Spirit? When the Spirit can blow you anywhere it wills. That's when we know you're born of the Spirit. See, my goodness, If you're looking for predictability, if you're looking for stability, if you're looking for black and white answers in God, you'll be lost. Every time God creates a movement of people or an individual in the Bible. He never gives them a map. Not a single person. But the Jews, they had to wake up every day and see where the cloud is, see where the pillar is, correct? Noah makes an ark 
and forgets to put a steering mechanism. Built this great ship. Imagine building a car. <laughs> put the engine, put everything, then there's no steering wheel, no brakes, no accelerator. Makes no sense. In fact, the Bible says, make your plans known to God, right? Then he will direct your paths. So what's the point? No people say that like it's a nice thing. You go to God with you, then the, what that scripture says, he disregards them and directs you where to go. That's what it means. You know, you people think is you take it the way you take it to your boss. These are my plans. And then he stamps approved. And you come back, we go to the procurement manager and I say, my easy donor No. Read it carefully. What is it to direct? Isn't it then him to say where you're going? So to be born again is to be what? I'm sorry. To be born again is to let God lead you. And to let go of the helm of your life. Because most of the time, the people keep asking me this question. Eh? What are you going to do? I don't know and I'm not bothered with knowing. <coughs> All I know is today I do what God has asked me to do. So he tells me to ingia nak, it's fine. It's raining outside, I'm unbothered. You understand? Seems I'm going east, I'm unbothered. Seems I'm going west, I'm unbothered. When the kadam thing stops on top of a hill, eh, that's where I'm supposed to be. So you plant your garden there. <laughs> the wind blows where it, and though you hear it sound, yet you neither know where it comes from nor where it is, so it is with everyone who's born of the Spirit. I liked how a certain preacher put it. He put it this way. When they called Abraham a Hebrew, they were basically saying, someone we don't understand. He came from a place we don't know. He's going to a place we don't know. And that was his definition. Because Abraham is a funny guy. First, when he goes to any country, kings greet him. Sindio? Azu. Azu. Then, which among you buys a shamba? And you have many bars of gold and camels and things like that, and then you live in a tent. Does that make sense to you? This guy is strange like this. He's strange that 
five kings, uh, forget the numbers, come and destroy four kings. Right? And they take him. Then him who is not a king with 300 servants born in his house can go and overthrow five kings. So this one guy was more powerful than nine kings. Don't you see this is a man who you can say. You don't know where he's coming. You don't know where he's going. But you can feel his effects. Now is that you? Well, he keeps saying, born again, born again, born again. Are you born of the spirit? Most of us, we then the day you received the Holy Spirit, you fell down. Felt a bit groggy and nice. And then what you know is what you know. But are you like that? Are you like the wind? The people, when they want to catch you, they don't know where. They don't know where because you're led by the Spirit. But most of you are like a stone. You know where it is? Do you know it is going nowhere? You're like the wind. Your inertia is so strong. Everything is a process. It takes time. Kilakitu is a process. You have ever seen the wind having a process conversation? Are we together? I am introducing to you the wine skin you should have. I'm introducing to you the wine skin you should have. You know, come to know to church because the church is concerned about all the things I told you are from the world, right? Hey, can, now can we just focus about being spirit-led? We're lost. So Nicodemus says, "How can all this be possible?" Jesus replied, "Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not know nor understand?" these things. Are they strange to you? I assure you, and I tell you, we speak only of what we know. We know absolutely what we are talking about. We have actually seen what we are testifying. We are witnesses, eyewitnesses of it. But, and still you do not receive our testimony. You reject, refuse our evidence, that of myself and all of those who are born of the... So what is a testimony? Which are these people who are testifying without being born of the Spirit? What testimony do you have? You got a car? You went to hospital, got medication, got healed? You should write on your Facebook post, thank you, Malaria Queen. Stop thanking God, my friend. It's science. 
I have told you of these things that happen where? Right here on the... So everything I have said to this point is earthly things. Earthly things. Yet none of you believes me. How can you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? Yet no one has ever gone up to heaven, but there is one who has come down from heaven, the Son of Man himself, who is dwells as his home in heaven. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert on a pole, so must the Son of Man be lifted up on the cross, in order that everyone who believes in him, who cleaves and trusts him and relies on him, may not perish but have eternal life and actually live forever. Now, let me explain something to you. To believe in Christ is to be led by his spirit. It is not simply to believe that he died. A lot of historians believe he died. So there's historical evidence. In fact, there's empirical evidence. There's no one living from 2000 years ago. So he clearly died. believe in him is to let go of the steering wheel of your life and let him steer it. It is not to wait when you're in trouble and say, Jesus, take the wheel. It is what you're used to. Usually Jesus is involved when your thinking capacity is finished. See, God is a strange guy. Comes to the garden and he asks Adam a strange question. Who told you you're naked? And again, I'm just popping icons and stories for another day. But part of being born again is answering the question, who told you? Who tells you stuff? When you wake up in the morning and you had a bad day, who told you? You say, who told you? Who told you? Can I get into my... I've done an introduction. <laughs> That's introduction to being born again. With time, I'll teach you what it is to be born again. Because clearly you are not. Or who's born again? Huh? You've repented. <laughs> Let's go to Corinthians. Let's go. 
and and I the reason why I had to start there is I have to tell you what the new wine skin is. A baby Christian is that one. What has just been described there is a baby Christian. So I used to think people are baby Christians when we are not. Because if what Jesus is describing there is what he calls earthly things. It's stuff he's talking in John chapter 3. One, two, three. That's what he's saying. Any is in you taught nursery school. Because when you are done with all those things, that is when you can see the kingdom. Not receive the kingdom. Mm. That's when you begin to tell where it is. Now you see why you need to be circumcised. Because that's I've just defined for you the baby Christian. Jesus said, unless you receive the kingdom as a cannot receive it, right? What is a child? A child is an empty slate. See, the problem of being born again today is you carry all your grown-upness into your born-againness. does not make sense. So why did you get born again? You carry your plans for life, your dreams, your ambitions, your everything to God, and you try and tell God, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is where I'm going. God comes to tell you, you don't know where you're going. You don't know who you are. Because if you did, what's the process of being born again for? You're born again so that those very things can be redefined for you. You see, God taught me a trick. Tricked me, a good one. I hated spinach. Hated spinach. And I remember one time, I've never told anyone this story. I'm just praying. And he tells me, who told you you hate spinach? I'm like, dudes, I've hated it all my life. Uh, my friend, he told me, eh, let us see, I'm the one to tell you. And as you give me spinach, I swagger that thing. Like, what have I been missing, you know? I remember the first time I asked, eh, what did you do different? <laughs> That's the first time I learned I cannot tell God who Mark is. I can't. I can't define for him who I am. Because then why did I get born again? A God has me taking weird roots. So let me take another route. In the book of Acts, there's a funny story. Peter is asleep. Okay? When he's asleep, God shows him a cloth full of unclean animals. Okay? 
In other words, God shows him all the things he does not like to eat. Then he tells him, wake up and eat. And he's like, wait, ever since I was at Wii, I have not eaten these things. Now me, I'm a grown up, you're telling me to eat what? God tells him twice. Then he says, what I have made clean, you shall not call unclean. Right? Now, it's easy to understand that scripture in the sense of now he was allowed to eat it. He has an option to eat or that's not what God was saying. God's instruction to him was to what? So imagine you're Noah. No one has ever eaten an animal before you. Then God decides, okay, now you can eat. You see, being led by the Spirit, that should tell you that he can even tell you what your palate can eat. Because, you know, you look at the miracle of Elijah sitting by the brook and being brought meat from ravens. Okay. I want you to think about it. Your meat ilikuwa mepikwa. Ilikuwa fresh. Do you know what a raven is? Wewe saizi ukiletewa kunguru, ukionaomba Mungu, maze God I'm hungry, I need to eat, right? Then a kunguru drops a piece of chicken, how many are eating? Who bites? <laughs> Did you understand? Do you perceive? How much control of you God wants to have? Do you perceive it? The God wants to be able to tell you that from today you'll be fed by ravens. My friend, Kunguru, you imagine what that mouth has touched. And the most loving thing God can do for you, mighty prophet, is to feed you using ravens. But you see, God expects you to be dead. That you understand if that is what he wants to feed you by. <laughs> From uh, the, the abattoir, you know, fresh, fresh cuts. <laughs> You, you notice that by the brookside he did not have fire. So it does not say, and he said, arise and cook and eat. And I doubt those ravens were taking those food from kitchens. He met one of God, so. Because to be born again is to allow God to define you to you. That's what it is to be born again. So this you, you keep holding on to. 
He's killing you. So when it says put off the old man, it's not a joke. Because you're not born again with your old man. You can't tell God what you can and can't do. You know, you know a lot of people have bitter conversations with God ever since my youth. God doesn't care. Your CV is good for you. You see, the Christians who will learn, it is not a sin to go to the club. Then they will say, oh me, I choose not to go to because ever since my youth I have not gone. That's not the right position. The right position is if God sends you there, you will go. That's the right position. Let me tell you, if I end up in China, starting masterclass China, and I live among the rat people, I will eat rats. Because Paul says something, I become all things to all men. My friend, you, you can't even become some things to two men. Because you want to constantly define to God who you are. Your taste, your desire, where you want to go, where you want to live. Spirit-led. That's what it means. That's what it means to die to self. What, what else did you think it means to die to self? Let me tell you, me, I don't have a desire for tomorrow. I want what God wants. I want what God wants. You understand? Consequently, from now on, we estimate and regard no one from a human point of view in terms of natural standards of you see Christians have a problem there immediately. Because how do we estimate people? You meet keep and then you start checking. Come we check. Come we check. Bana sifiri. Mi nimeokoka, nimeka ushuda, nimeokoka 1988, hasa ini 2019, mungu amekuwa ebeneza, niko abado na ushuda. Right? Then you're supposed to answer in kind. Correct? But usually we go a bit further. Keep what do you do with yourself? How many children do you have? Are you married, right? All nonsense questions. Because all you're doing is you're measuring the flesh. When I look at him and see did he sin, did he not flesh? Sindio? Sindio? 
worldly measurements. Thank you. It says, even though we once did estimate Christ from a human viewpoint and as a man, yet now we have such knowledge of him that we know him no longer in terms of the flesh. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new a new creature altogether. Please note, a new creature altogether. I'm wondering whether to say what I want to say. The, the man Christ is making is the next evolution of Homo sapiens sapiens. When God made when God formed man, not created man, when God formed man, Adam, he started a process of evolution to create the man in Christ's image. Whom it says he predestined to be conformed to the image of his. So Adam was the first step in the evolution to Christ-likeness. Again, a story for another day. I'm sorry, I've spent a lot of time in very weird places with God this week. So, what this is saying, that when you got born again, God created a new creation. Correct? That's what he says. If any man be in Christ, he's a new, a new creature altogether. A new species altogether, correct? With different behaviors, different actions, and different ways of living, correct? Correct? Amma, you don't believe me. Amma, is the scripture the same? Can you check your Bibles? Previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. Now, if the fresh and new has come, what is this thing that came? What is it? Because the fresh and new that you know is the forgiven one. Because when you got saved, you are told you are forgiven. But what is fresh and new? You cannot say, I stopped smoking. Because in between your cigarettes, you also stopped in between. Didn't you? <laughs> so that's stopping. Yeah? <laughs> a new creation is a totally new creature. You understand? If it was a monkey, now it's a lion. Correct? So you cannot have a new creation with the same old creation in the same place. Because remember, even when you were in the bar, whatever sin that you were notorious for, you were still constantly debating between good and evil, correct? 
when you got saved, should you still be you cannot be doing the same things and say you're born again. But all things are from God who through Christ Jesus reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation. Oh my goodness, God. Should I read that? Should I say that? Should I? I will not finish what I'm supposed to do today. Okay. And gave us the ministry of reconciliation to what? That by word and deed we might aim to bring others into harmony with? What is it to be reconciled with God? be reconciled with God is to become his son again, correct? If we are to become his son again, that means you must have his character, his way of living, his way of finance. Because if someone is estranged from me as a son and he comes into my house, what must he become? He must behave like me, correct? He must be financed the way I finance, correct? He must have my culture. So what is the purpose of Christianity? Which is a someone for another day. To reconcile men to God, correct? Meaning, to switch the operating system of men. Everything they've known to a new system. You see, it says that the nations will say, let us go to the mountain of the Lord that they may teach us their ways. Correct? That's a correct order. Right? So problem, there's no mountain. Maybe an anthill. But <laughs> you tell you about your growth. But also we don't know God's ways. You see, hey, my goodness. Okay, I'm sorry. Most of you have no idea how the kingdom thinks you should dress. Equally, you have no idea how the kingdom thinks you should do business. You have no idea how the kingdom thinks you should run your family. You have no idea how the kingdom thinks you should educate your kids. So what you are is you're a Babylonian with a new Jerusalem name. Because 99% of what you do is Babylonian. be reconciled to God as it was in the olden days is to return to Israel. Right? Now, if you'll allow me, I need to take you through a journey on what the kingdom is. 
now you should believe it because i hear the stories i'm like where you have no idea where you've come you have no idea that you've now come to the mountain of the lord you don't understand the ministry of reconciliation reconciliation here does not mean just being friends which is also a problem you don't even know where you have money you don't know you don't know what the use of money is you don't know you don't know you don't realize that if you look at all the wealthiest people in the bible that were with god you don't realize none of them ever used money Let's start with Abraham. What did he use his money to do? Bury his wife. That's all money was good for. David. See. If you look at the lives of these people, you look for a business plan you be surprised there is none because a guy leaves ur a few verses later and he became rich how you know it says of jesus that judas used to steal from jesus you know? me my question is where did jesus get money There are lots of guesses but throughout the bible you can't find where people make money you can't find it so you must ask yourself you with 99% of your life obsessed with making money how does god make money isn't that a strange thing if you wrote the bible 50% of it will be do's and don'ts then the other 50% how to make money then ask yourself when god gives david a lot of money and solomon a lot of money what are they supposed to build gives the children of Israel a lot of money what was money for in the wilderness did they ever buy quills manna clothes shoes so imagine they used to walk around with gold gucci bags you see like god I, i don't know what he's doing to me but anyway hopefully i shall survive the ministry of reconciliation is very simple and one day will teach us it is your job to create an environment where it is easy for people to do the will of god that's reconciliation 
it is your job to create an environment where it's easy for people to believe God. It's easy for people to practice forgiveness. That's your job. That's reconciliation. Are we together? By the way, God is not really interested. This will shock a lot of people. In a billion people getting saved. He's interested in his sons making an environment where those who are not saved see it advantageous to follow the ways of God. That's what his biggest interest is. In fact, even Revelation, it says the kings of the earth will bring their treasures into the city. To do what? To learn. As it is today, no one wants to learn anything from Christians. Because surely, who wants to learn how to say the whole night? Is that what you want to learn? I'm not making fun of tongues. Tongues are important, but that's not what we are supposed to teach people. Eh. It was no, 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 19. My goodness. It was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself, not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation, of the restoration to favor. You know, many churches should close because none of them apply verse 19. In fact, many Christians are not Christians. Because how many of you count up and hold against men that trespasses? <laughs> Until last week. <laughs> you know, let me just confess. Eh? This word is heavy on me. I don't know how to express it. So if you see me struggling, bear with me. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses. And Nairobi is notorious for this. Yanga! All the day long. Sujuich pastor fell. Sujuich did what? My friend, is it your job? You know, let me tell you. Do you know the church has no mechanism for discipline? It has none. Have no powers to discipline you. And there is no need to. My job is to teach you the truth. The truth will set you free. Stop counting people's trespasses. New wineskin. Huh? You know, people love meetings about what you did. My friend, who, as who? Which of you have ever called to, to ask you what you did? You think I don't know? It's none of my business. But you make it your business for others. Oh, how could they? 
not counting, not holding against. It is none of your business. None. Hey. The message of reconciliation is impossible if you count sins. Notice one thing. Who did Jesus not heal? Is anyone Jesus ever met and he said, get saved first? Anyone? Was anyone ever in trouble and he came to Jesus and Jesus said, Ewe, you're not taking your salvation seriously. Every person who Jesus says, go and sin no more, is after healing. After healing, 100% of the time. Now you, you want the other way. For God to heal you, you must. Bang, anyway. Continue counting. Congratulations, you class one helped you. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God making his appeal as it were through us. We as Christ's personal representatives beg you for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor now offered to you and be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made Christ virtually to be seen when you know sin so that in and through him we might become endued with, viewed as being in an example of the righteousness of God that we ought to be approved and acceptable and in right relationship with him by his goodness. So what am I describing here in the wineskin? I'm saying that the new wineskin understands that I regard no man after the flesh. I don't care about your mistakes and your sins. How wrong you are, how right you are, it does not matter. But I regard you as a project for reconciliation to God. That's my project. And I do not judge your growth based on how many sins you are doing, how many you are not. Judge your growth based on fruit. What is fruit? Patience, love, kindness, all of those things, correct? In other words, how much of a reconciliation environment are you creating for people? That's how we judge you now. Are you willing to die as Christ died? Assuming that you have really had him and been taught by him as all truth is in Jesus Christ embodied and personified in him. Strip yourselves of your former. Put off and discard your old and renewed self which characterized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lusts and desires that spring from delusion. So same scripture as Colossians. You need to put off the old man and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. Not having fresh mental and spiritual knowledge. That's where you're caught. Because many of you have a lot of spiritual information, but your attitude is still the same. See, for you to eat the food delivered to you by ravens, your attitude towards ravens must change. True or false? 
Now, how much of your attitude has changed? How much of it has changed? See, a lot of Christians will come into the realization that drinking is not wrong. And still be offended when you go to Kenmugane as well. Yosel has, has a Kaslim green bottle on all of his pictures. Get offended for why? Because your information changed, but your attitude remained. You see, as a preacher, there is like a mindset we have that class is growing when we have many people. Right? And so, for a long time, I used to struggle. And then God tells me, I build like Gideon. God is always reducing. Look at Jesus' ministry. At the cross, how many are left? Three. None of them is his mom, so she didn't count. <laughs> that means that even to be a preacher, I need a new wineskin. That I'm more interested in the growth inwards of people than I'm interested in numbers. But that's true for every aspect of your life. You get? See, McKenna is trending. Right? Because it's a lesbian story. She was cheating with a man and a woman. Now you are very interested. Now pause. Why is it interesting to you? It is interesting to you because despite the fact that you have new knowledge, your attitude has not changed. To go on the same page, your attitude is still the same. So this new knowledge keeps hitting your head, but your attitude is the same. Now that attitude is what you are told to put off. Put off that attitude. The biggest problem we have in church today, in masterclass specifically, is we've got people with a lot of new wine. The wine skin, Mzesan. Mzesan. Having a fresh and mental and spiritual attitude. Fresh mental Fresh spiritual attitude. Fresh. Let me tell you how significant this is. The day you will stop seeing sinners and non-sinners, then your attitude has begun to change. The day the sins of other people stop affecting you, then your attitude has begun to change. For as long as your attitude remains the same, this new wine is of no use to you. 
no use at all. Now, I have a bit of time. Put on the new nature, the regenerate self, created in God's image, God-like, in true righteousness and holiness. Let me explain what this means. It means that the new nature is optional because it's you to put it on. It's you to let go and put on. Mm. Can I test you? You understand how these things are difficult. You know when you read the Bible, I'm wondering which bad example to give you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just use Boni as an example. You know when you read the Bible, you will not find a place that says polyandry is a sin. Now, if God sends you to China, because there's a village in China where polyandry is practiced, right? The show where you learn about this is called taboo. Why is it taboo? According to who? It is taboo because of your old wineskin, your judgmental self. See, they came to Africa, found us walking naked. They decided we are backward. When God... <laughs> eh? When God had no problem halfway dressing Adam and Eve. I don't think they were very decent because I don't think, you know, the material in a ship singingi. Yeah. You see, when you go to evangelize anyone with your old wineskin, you will subject them to the law. You want them to conform to you. That's why it says, love does not insist on its own way. It insists on love. All that should have mattered. And they found my loyal relatives in loincloth. All that should have mattered is do you love your neighbor? That's it. Because when you teach that you need to be clothed in Zungu things for you to be acceptable, then can we pray in the shower? Yeah. When people say that you can't go to church without a suit, Sasa, ukiyoko pajamas in bed and you're praying, does God hear you? You know, the I, are you 
Are you guys with me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Because if you understand what I'm saying, I've just messed your life. Christ killed you. You see, it means you cannot go to God defining to him your desires. I don't want to. You can't anymore. Because what are your desires? You see, a lot of the time this is what happens. There's a prophet called Samuel L. Who God says God never lets a word of his fall to the ground, right? Then he goes and he looks at the sons of Jesse and he can't find David. And the reason he can't is because he had his desires as to who a king should be like. Couldn't see God at all. Now me, I keep wondering if Samuel couldn't see David. Need me to pause? Hmm? You see, now if you have a problem with, you're still sensitive with your old wine skin about gayness, there's a man on my ass. <laughs> now Kitamba would never allow, you know. Eh? Oh, okay, so, right? Kuninini, what should... Oh, moving like this, okay, I get you. Yeah? And put on the new nature and regenerate yourself created in God's image, God-like, in true righteousness and holiness. So true righteousness and holiness. That what? Oh, Samuel. Oh, sorry, I did finish the story. <laughs> I'm wondering why you're <laughs> looking at me badly. So Samuel misses God. This is a man who's been hearing God from the time he was a teenager, correct? His whole expertise was hearing God. But his desires make him unable to hear God. Then I usually wonder how you can then choose a spouse using your desires. You know, here's the biggest problem. They lied to you, but you should follow your heart. The correct order is you should guard your heart because you should not trust it at all. Because the heart is above all, above all things, exceedingly wicked. So you should guard it. <laughs> so here you are following your heart. My friend, you'll go choose, what was the David's brother's name? Yeah, Eliab. Waste of time. 
Oh my goodness. Therefore, rejecting all falsity and being done when? Now. Being done now with it. Being done now. See, I'll allow you process for one thing. Sins. Those are processed. Falsity, now. Now. Let everyone express truth with his neighbor. Truth. The truth that you can eat rats, snakes. That's truth. Because the truth is that God said, all things are given to you to eat. Correct? All animals. So that's what it says. So what's the truth? You can eat anything. Hmm? The thing that tells you that you cannot is called the old man. Because if you are born eating rats, today you would not be complaining. My friend, what does ugali taste like? And you like it, isn't you? Uh, you know, what What jazzes me about Christians who are born again is it's easy to judge others on what they eat. Have you ever checked what you eat? Because the person complaining here in front. <laughs> I came to see them with Oliver. Omenua chipo, avocado, kachumbari. And they've mixed it together. And you should see the, the smile in her face, brilliance in her eyes. You understand? Meaning, meaning for us to be members of one another, parts of one body and members of one another, which is another someone I need to teach. Are you taking notes, says? We cannot, <laughs> that cannot happen unless you let go of your old man. Unless you drop your expectations of each other, unless you drop your insistence of who you are, your, your limits, this I can do, this I can't do. Unless you drop those things, you cannot belong to one another. You can't. It's impossible. Because the moment you keep the old man, there are suddenly lines you can't cross. Suddenly lines you can't cross. Things you can't forgive. Things you can't live with. Suddenly. So even relating one to another, it is of necessity that you must drop the old man because the old man is incompatible with the new man in Christ it's incompatible you see you just go try telling a prayer warrior not to wake up at 3 
that old man will kill you. Because they'll tell you how it has worked for them. I could have died. But they don't realize I could have died too. I was born in Kenya, my friend, in the 1980s. The probability of me living to the age of five was very slim. So I could have died too. Now when I was at five, my mom was no prayer warrior, by the way. Yeah, thank God my mom is not one of those women. She's not Mama Kanisa nothing. I think she's... My mom, any the number of times she's gone to church. <laughs> You know. <laughs> oh my goodness. I hope I'm breaking walls in your head. I hope they're breaking. Because if they do not call you a cult before, now they will. For us to belong together, we must drop the black and white good and evil perspective. You must drop it. You see, uh, I used to have this thing of I can't eat bad meat. So today for breakfast, I go and there's a new help. Let me tell you, I'll come pick up mother girl and you. <laughs> Let me tell you eh I couldn't complain I had to eat it and by the you know me I'm the guy who if you microwave it uko najua ni madogo then you come it came I had to keep quiet and I eat and I eat you know and when i had to say i say i didn't say i couldn't eat it and and people are not understanding which mark this is cuz me by the way you bad food i'm like hey. and i'm like no no i'll i'll eat it until i'm satisfied my friend you see it's something that i realized that if that new help is going to feel like she's a member then i have to accept her at her level then work with her to be better so how it's got to be so without new wine skins keep fragmenting that's what has happened to churches that's what happened to us Now allow me to give you a new perspective. Or should I do this next week? Or can I do an introduction? Can I do an introduction? <laughs> uh, uh, guys, are we okay? So let me do introduction. So the, that means next week's class shall be called new wine skins high places okay because i want to deal with the high places in your life so allow me to do an introduction
So I'm not going to teach. I'm just going to give you certain highlights for you to consider. Because I want you to see the high places in your life. First Kings, can I uh, can I read Did I give Genesis? Okay, let me read Genesis first then we go back. And Jacob awoke from his sleep and he said, "Surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it." He was afraid and said, "How to be feared and revered and reverenced is this place. This is none other than the house of God." And this is the gateway to heaven. And Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone he had put under his head and he set it up for a pillar and a monument to the vision in his dream. And he poured oil on its top in dedication and he named the place Bethel, the house of God. But the name of that city was loose at first. Now we go to First Kings. So the place is called. And behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by word of the Lord to where? To the house of God. I want you to note that this story is about God's house. about it's about a place where god had moved powerfully it's about a place where angels once came up and down it's about a place where the nation of israel was birthed it's about a powerful powerful move of god it is not about a place created by the devil And Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. My question is to who? To to God. Jeroboam is burning incense to God. Not Baal, not Asherah, to God. And the man cried against the altar by the word of the Lord. God is crying against an altar which when you look at it at the surface is his altar, correct? Thus says the Lord, Behold, a son shall be born to the house of David, Josiah by name. And on you shall he offer the priests of the high places who burn incense on you. And men's bones shall be burned on you. Think carefully. This is the house of God that has an altar. And I have big problems with these people who raise altars everywhere. Because you're raising high places. Because after Christ died, 
there's only one altar. Because the purpose of altars was done and finished at the cross. Because there remains no other sacrifice to be given. Does there? So if there's no other sacrifice, what are you doing building altars for? Madmen all over. Oh, you build an altar for God. Oh, if they are gay people, they are building an altar of sin. Please shut up with your nonsense. What have you built? You take a stage and build an altar. Make you bang him Navuta. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be spilt, and the ashes are upon that are upon it shall be poured out. And this was fulfilled in Second Kings 23, 15, and 16. When King Jeroboam heard these words, the, uh, the man of God cried against the altar in Bethel. He thrust out his hand, saying, Lay hold on him. And his hand which he put forth against him dried up, so that he could not draw it to him again. The altar was also split and the ashes poured out from the altar according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. The king said to the man of God, Entreat now the favor of the Lord your God and pray for me that my hand may be restored to me. And the man of God entreated the Lord and the king's hand was restored and became as it was before. The king said to the man of God, Come home with me, refresh yourself and I will give you a reward. So many things here to unpack. I'm doing an introduction. The man of God said to the king, if you give me half your house, I will not go in with you and I will not eat bread or drink water in this place. Translation. I will not eat bread or drink water in the house of God. I will not or drink water in this place. For as I commanded by the word of the Lord, you shall eat no bread or drink water or return by the way you came. This speaks of new wineskins. And I know I've taught this scripture many times and I always tell you there are many layers I don't talk about. But there are three things. First is not returning by the way you came. See, some of you came into this place of revelation by fastings and prayers and all those witchcraft things you used to do. It's witchcraft. So you go on hunger strike, then God does what you want. See, that's witchcraft. That's how you came here. You came by law. You came by falling on the ground. You will not go back that way. But it says also, you see, you know what had switched? That's why I need to talk about the next story. You know what had switched was very simple. God had moved from Bethel to Jerusalem. That's it. Correct? From Bethel to? (laughs) When God moves 
old system becomes cast the priests who attend the old system are called priests of high places and you who've had the new word of god are not to drink that water and eat that bread anymore problem is in various shapes and forms you're still drinking the water and the bread using the methods of your past see when this young prophet was going if he had not drunk the water it's not that he would not have met the lion that the lion would not have devoured him so let me put it to you in perspective the reason you're struggling is because the revelation you've received should enable you to deal with the lion but because you still have water and bread from the past which is unable to sustain you in the fight against the lion it is unable to sustain you so the lion devours you the introduction is this your old wine skin is idol worship that god that method of worship does not exist anymore that's all the teachings are not relevant anymore so what should you seek you seek new water you seek new bread you seek new paths because that's the person led by the spirit he is born of the water and his paths are led by the spirit so these old things keep holding on to old ideas all the ways of worship the ones which are killing you because you've entered into a level where the path god is sending you on will have lions and to overcome you have to be a new man the problem is this that if you're born again the new thing has come you keep doing the old thing a girl shall go dance before herod 
and for a price she'll ask for your head. John the Baptist, Baptist had a simple message. Prepare the way of. So, the day the Lord arrived, what message did he have? Your job is to say, he's coming. Now he arrives. Why are you still gathering disciples? Why, why did John still have disciples? Because he forgot that the day Jesus arrived, John became the old prophet. And what he was doing became illegal. Before it became illegal, Herod couldn't touch him. Herod feared him. But the moment he kept drinking the old water, eating the old bread, he could not recognize Jesus anymore. Meaning he couldn't hear God, he couldn't see God. And he couldn't even speak the words of God. So he didn't have use for his head anyway. Everyone who followed Christ was not killed until it was their time. That season, death was for Jesus. John should have done what? Folded his ministry and followed his master. That's why if you listen to the story carefully. John sends to Christ and he says, Are you the Christ? And Christ says, The blind see, the lame walk. Then he says the strange thing, Kingdom of God suffers, and violent men lay a hold of it by. So what was he telling John? Because he's speaking to John's messengers. He's telling John, that when you discover the truth, you pack up the old and you follow the new. Because you need to be violent about it. Now, you know, many of you have funny waters. So let me clarify. I have no problem with you having many teachers there are many like me who've had the truth. There are many. Like Paul says, you have many teachers, you have one father. So I will not feel less father to you should you seek many teachers. But please stop asking me to accommodate old prophets. If you want to die, you die by yourself. Don't tell me, oh, 
how harsh are you with Kuriakos and things like that. If you want to go back, you go back. Follow Jonathan, he died. Young prophet, died. John Baptist, died. Man, there's a trend. Me, I'm like Peter. Even when Jesus tells me to eat his flesh, I'll still tell him, you have the words of truth and I will follow you. There's a reason why we are called follower of Jesus, not finders of Jesus. Because you see, a finder finds and keeps. A follower understands that there is always a next step. You understand? That's why seeking is without ceasing. That's why knocking is persistent. If you're not experiencing a new thing in God, you're slowly dying. Because even your natural body, when it's not receiving new cells, it is dying, isn't it? So consider your ways carefully. Because like I told you, kiddie summons are over. Oh, this is the new norm. Welcome home, circumcised ones. So stop bothering me with your Catholicism, Pentecostalism, what, what I have no interest at all. God is doing a new thing on earth. Go find the people who found the new thing. And listen. still listening to motivational things when you're sad. My God! You're still listening. For what? By now you should know. So find teachers. I did not birth you into Mark. I birthed you into a new truth. Your job is to find brothers and sisters and teachers who are like you. That's your job. You stop telling me, oh, I went to a Bible study and I wanted to tell them and then they stoned me. You go get stoned, die, Pegaro. You are useless persecutions. You go get persecuted, no fruit. No one is saved, nothing. What on a kasrika tuna? Let's stop wasting my time to alive. We've got things to do. Be like Jesus. Let the Pharisees follow you. Because the day they catch you and you go into their temple, crucifixion is nigh. Now you better be sure it's time for you to die. See, Paul, when he goes back to Jerusalem to meet Pharisees, he it is his time. He is sure he is supposed to die. Wait. Jesus, how many times did he run away from the Pharisees? Until it was time. Now, where were fellowship na Pharisees? Eh? When the lion comes, shall devour you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just telling you the truth. I don't have time. Because that season is over. Call me radical, crazy, whatever those things. Mimi, I died last week. I cried my tears for my dying in advance. So, devil, turn the cards. Are we together? Last thing. Ah, God has told me no. Let me tell you the thing God wants me to say. The thing I wanted to say is tell me to suspend. Listen. When you got born again, you got born again into a new family, yes? Now, have I ever told you the purpose of masterclass? Can I tell you today? purpose of masterclass is to create a family where what we teach is normal it's to create an environment where anyone who walks into that environment they can find it easy to express truth That's our purpose. So I do not expect anymore that you do not regard each other as brothers and sisters. That you can exit and enter the way you want. I don't expect it. I do not expect anymore that something will happen here that will offend you so much that you divorce those you're married to, these ones. I don't expect it anymore. Because in this house, unconditional love should be no more. In this house, forgiveness should be no more. In this house, building bridges, being friends, the people who should be your enemies should be no more. Because you've destroyed the old man. And forgiveness, bitterness, should be gone. Because we have new wineskins. Now, those who are processing, processing, eh, at no time, we're in a new season. And you see, my instruction is to circumcise you quickly. So I'm coming for you. Yeah. Because now, me, I'll be asking you, Very simple questions. I'll ask you, Mbasa, when you come and sit as a grown-up member of this ecclesia, the, the chair your buttocks are so comfortably on, how does it arrive here? You're watching us on Facebook Live. 
How does it get to you? Why am I asking these things? Because by now, you should be at to the extent of your generosity should be that you figured out that every chair here, every chair here was brought by one person. And he's brought every week. And you've never bothered to say, my brother, how can I help you carry this cross? Because you want me to teach generosity again. It is. Some of you came here. But you are, you are more generous then than you are now. How is that even possible? How is that even possible? How? You got a job and you still borrow money from me more than before you got a job. Can I tell you why you're borrowing? Because your generosity has faltered. So me, I'll circumcise you. Because I'm looking at these faces here. Youngest members of class are three, four, five months old. Most of you are veterans. Jim, upgrade time. These sons should be feeding others. So today, Tian Mandazi, last day. Yeah, I can say it because I'm the one who sent money for all your Tian Mandazi the whole week. Sir, you, my friend, we're starting a soup kitchen. Tunakupikia maskini na nyawana. People who've had revelation and things like that should be giving to other people. Eh? That's where you should be. That's where you should be. We're playing kalungolangu games here. Kuna box pale ya donations. Nakula mandazi unacha 50 box. Thank you, Kwangalia Ujakonda. Today is the last. Because there are people in Nairobi sleeping hungry and I'm feeding you. See, God will judge me. Hey. I don't want your time. Can I tell you what I want? I want what is due to me and this house. Because every day we labor. All of our neighbors, all these things you see. So on top of that, chairs, eh? purity comes and sings. Your only job is to see whether they sound well or badly. Then you want me to tell you born again. Born again what? 
at least the guy who goes to a concert or hangla kanungo eteko knows that when the guy is singing you need to give them money so that's what they do now a villager in kisumu knows more than you eh say told you i'm coming for you you guys are doing business deals unakosania business deals with ndogo oh alisema my business plan is not okay now mekosana my friend can you get serious things to kosana about i have people who owe me millions we are friends mnapigania 20k are you serious oh design mnakosana my friend If these basics are not in your head how can I teach you about the kingdom you cannot survive one day it will destroy you You can't survive one day Eh where you going My dear friends There's no time for a pity party Oh you know things have been bad let me just lay here and rest Eh Time is Cause is a lion young man young prophet the lion does ask god if it should devour you your enemy goes around looking like a roaring lion looking for now who do they devour those who eat and drink things from the old place How is it drinking from the old place before you came into the space you were where rent was a problem you used to trust god for rent before then you learned generosity and generosity has lifted you to where you are now is a problem now we have to convince you to come to class don't come this class is for circumcised people because if you know the value you get no one should tell you what time class starts you should know the value you're receiving and if you're not receiving value those who are present and have left please come for a refund because i owe you i've wasted many hours of your time It's a new season. It is a new. Be done with it now, the Bible says. Young prophets, let me speak to you. Please, please stop. Stop one thing. Do not give a prophecy to someone. Unless it has gone through me or Ken or someone more mature than you. Because number 2, if you have a prophecy come say it here. I do not have exclusivity to this. Hii mambo ya kwenda kuambia watu it is not yet time for you to marry. Tuache. 
And if you get offense, please be offended all the day long. So please, if anyone comes to prophesy to you and they've not gone through that process, tell me. Because it ends today. You don't understand how much you corrupt a destiny by giving them half prophecies. Or prophecies that arise from your feelings. To make a twivi, kona kip, planaka, usi, usiwe mkikuimse. Meka tu meamua. Young prophets go to school. Stop telling people to resign from jobs when you don't have the resources to sustain them when they're jobless. So I'm saying, and tell those who are not here today, every prophecy, okay, is stand suspended until we confirm it. Every single one you received from funny, funny people, until we confirm it. Oh, you think I don't have authority? I do. The Bible says, if a father hears a son make a vow, and goes to God and cancels the vow, the vow is cancelled, correct? Yeah, so I've cancelled all of them. Because some of you are living very confused lives because you've been told many funny, funny things. You, how many times do I prophesy to you? Do you think I'm foolish not to do so? Do not be quick to lay on hands, it says. Why are you people in a hurry? No, people, you've received one revelation. One. One, you've had God once and not even completely. Oh, God has called me. My friend, go let God call you, process you, and send you. Calling is not sending. Which, which, which time when I call you, am I sending you? Even your mom, when they called you, you came, you had what they wanted, then you were sent, correct? Women's care to calling. No can, no man, that. No, this Miriam Aaron thing going around, eh? Also, we also hear God. God, dango. Let me tell you, Umeskia, half a sentence. There's a whole storybook. Please, just give it time to grow up. Give it time. Stop feeling... Yeah, then you go hear God, then you hear things that are not in scripture. And then you insist, I'm going to do it because I had my <laughs> No prophecy is subject to private. So let's stop these things. Because it's a cancer I need to cut out. So, mm. Those who will be offended by this message, please see me. Inbox me. Sir, you left group. Are you a child? I have finished my work for today. See you next week. And if you dare, see you on Saturday. If you dare. Tukosa?
<laughs> May God bless you and keep you. Eh? 